0: All right, welcome to United Hope for Humanity, episode 18. Um, This is going to be meditation for healing negative childhood brainwashing. So, it's not brainwashing, it's reprogramming because we were programmed um, as children and when we encountered these childhood traumas, regardless whether they were physical, mental or sexual abuse... You become brainwashed and indoctrined by your um, attacker, by your monster, if you will. So, I wanted to share uh, an avenue here. Of course, you can find this video and other resourceful, helpful um, healing trauma videos on our website, www.unitedhope, the number four humanity.org. Um, I'm trying to keep the website going, but honestly, um, it's all on my dime and I'm on very limited funds. So I wanted to, um, show this, um, on the podcast, or at least let you hear it on the podcast. So you are able to heal audio, audibly, I guess. Audible, audibly. You can hear it. Um, this helped me and it continues to help me. I use it in uh, um, in one of my regiments uh, in trying to continue to heal my experiences with childhood traumas. Um, like I said, you name it, I've probably been through it. So um, I'm right there with you. This is a safe place. Of course, if um, I know some of you may have children listeners, please... Um, Do not let them hear this one. I don't think it's anything negative, but I don't even want to introduce the thought of the ugliness that we have been exposed to, to children. So please, if you are a child, if you have children in the room, pause this podcast, put them away or put some headphones on because it's better to be safe than sorry. And although this is a positive meditation technique, It's available on YouTube. Um, I still, like I said, number one for me, especially, I'm sure you can relate being childhood trauma survivors yourselves. The biggest concern is always safety of the children, more so with us than just even the normal parents. So that being said, we are going to start now. I got caught up, I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Dear ones, this meditation has been designed to help you heal the negative programs that have been seated into your virgin subconscious mind. When you were a little one, you were innocent. You were fragile and new. It wasn't your fault that the people around you were mentally ill, were alcoholics, we unkind. were are uncruel. It's not your fault. They labeled you, mocked you, minimized you, compared you to others. It's not your fault. Perhaps they blamed you. For all of their problems. It's not your fault. They had affairs or were depressed. It's not your fault that their parents were alcoholics, neglectful, cruel, abandoned them. You are not responsible for your parents' pain. You were never responsible for your parents' pain. In this meditation, we will be addressing some of these ideas. And as you get quiet and settle in, your mind will begin to accept these new ideas. The more you listen to these meditations, the quicker you heal. It will take a minimum of six weeks of programming or reprogramming the mind before your subconscious mind will begin to accept and also begin running from these new programs and these new ideas. Do you want find a comfortable place to sit or to lie down? It's quite all right if you drift to sleep during this meditation. Your mind never stops receiving information. So, don't worry about attaching to the ideas that you hear. So find that comfortable spot. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale gently. around your eyes, relax your forehead, relax the muscles around your mouth, dear one, relax your shoulders, let them sink, 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 Notice the rhythmic breathing, notice the rhythms of your breathing, observe how your chest rises and falls, all on its own, divine, magically tied to the earth and the moon. own will, of its own intelligence, know that your body is doing exactly what it needs to do to support you here on earth, outside of your conscious awareness, your body, your divinity, been with you the entire time. Your body has one agenda and that is to house the divine spirit being that you are, until you awaken to the reality of your true self. Dear one, we will now begin You're programming the mind. As you listen to these new ideas, it will not be uncommon for you to experience goosebumps and chills. This is resonance. What I mean by that is when you hear a thought or an idea And it strikes a chord with you, with some aspect of you. On a cellular level, you will know. You will know that some sense of healing has taken place by the way that you feel. Goosebumps, the chills, that's resonance your cells are hearing something that matters to them, that makes sense to them. And the manifestation of that resonance is the physical way you feel. On the journey to recovery, we begin to understand that the key to healing is paying attention to how we feel. Our parents were wrong. They taught us that our feelings don't matter, but they do. The way our body feels is everything. The cues, the signals, the goosebumps, the chills, Are signals that our body is healing, that our body is hearing something, that our soul is recognizing something. That's right. That's true for our soul. When we feel knots in our stomach, when we feel tightness in our chest. shake and shiver these are signs that we're out of alignment it's the opposite of resonance it's dissonance our spirit our innate self is not hearing or receiving information that is in alignment with its greater purpose. And all those pangs in our stomach, and all that confusion, were signals. They were signs that something was wrong. We weren't crazy when we were children. Our little bellies, our tears, And our terror made sense. Our spirits knew, but our minds were taught to not pay attention to how we feel. Our minds, our virgin minds were corrupted by those around us. These teachings have not been created for the purpose of blaming those around us, but they have been created to help us make sense of why we have always felt the way we have felt. It is our divine right to come here. To question, to turn over every rock. We have the right to know what happened to us and why. We have the right to know why we are codependent. We have the right to know why we attract narcissistic people, narcissistic spouses. Self absorbed friends. We have a right to understand our depression, our anxiety, our fear. We have a right to understand who we are and what has happened to us and why. We have that right. And on this journey, we discover that it was never us. We were never unworthy. We were always enough. We discover that we were divine and that our brains were hijacked by dysfunction. And like a computer that has been exposed to a virus. It's not the computer's fault. It's been exposed to a virus when it crashes, when it slows down, when it freezes, when it gets stuck, when it can't perform. It's not our fault that we feel stuck, can't perform, can't do what we need to do, or do what we want to do. It's not our fault that we've been infected with a virus that has hijacked our subconscious mind that has us defaulting to negative programming in spite of how hard we try to do better to think better our conscious mind is powerless to the subconscious mind until learn to respect the programming and begin to understand that by using the conscious mind and the higher conscious mind to respect the subconscious mind and to learn And just like going through a cluttered sock drawer, these meditations are designed to help you declutter the subconscious mind. They're designed to slow your conscious mind down. They're designed to create clearer pathways to your true divine self. Dear one, your spirit is listening. Your spirit can hear you. Your spirit can hear these words and through the calmness of mind, through calming, When the mind begins to understand what's wrong, it has the ability to think different thoughts. But what's wrong needs to be objectified. What's wrong needs to be understood and perceived from a higher level of awareness. These meditations are designed to increase your level of awareness. And as your level of awareness expands, so too do the channels between your subconscious mind, your conscious mind, and your higher mind. As your awareness of these problems expand, so too does your awareness of your divine self. Your divine self is not your programming, dear one. Dear one, your programming is not you. It's not you that needs to be fixed. You are divine. You are still that angelic, virgin being that was born so long ago. You are still that divine child of creator. You are still that innocent being of what has been and I mean regardless of what you have done, what you have thought and what you have ever done or ever thought up until now, you are still that innocent virgin Separates you from merging and integrating with this divine being is the programming. Dear one, it is not your fault that you craved a connection to the beings you loved. Could have never known that the need to feel seen and connected to mother, to father, to family. have never known that your inability to connect to others was not a reflection of your unworthiness. Instead this inability to feel connected to others was caused by the inability of those around us to connect to themselves. And because those we loved, and specifically our parents, were unable to connect to themselves, they failed to be able to connect to us. And because they fail to connect to us, we were unable to connect to our own divinity, because we were never taught that we were enough, we have been seeking a sense of validation our entire lives, that's not our fault. It is right to seek validation when you are a child, because it is right to receive validation when you are a child. A child is not wrong or bad for craving the validation of mother and father, it is psychologically correct and proper to seek and to want and to need, to receive validation and a sense of worthiness and a sense of belonging by mother and father it is never the child that is inappropriate our need to feel connected to others is not inappropriate we cannot change the past Change our perception of the past. We can learn to understand and appreciate what went wrong. We can learn and appreciate that we were always worthy, that we were always enough, even if our parents to believe we were not. We can learn to believe that in order to heal we must learn to believe that we are enough. And when we learn to believe that we are enough we heal when we learn to believe we are enough we connect to the divine self. When we learn to believe we are enough, we connect to the divine self. When we learn to believe learn to believe that we are enough, we no longer seek validation from others because we have found the key to feeling validated on an innate level, when we learn to believe we are enough crave attention from negative others, when we learn to believe that we are enough, we learn to believe we have nothing to defend, when we learn to believe we are enough, we learn to understand we have nothing to prove. When we learn to believe that we are enough, how other people see us becomes irrelevant. When we learn to believe that we are enough, how other people see us is irrelevant. When we learn to believe that who we are is enough. even when other people treat us like we are not enough. begins to wane. When we learn to believe we are enough, we begin to feel light in our bodies. When we learn to believe that we are enough, we begin to see the world in a whole new Anger begins to melt like butter on a hot stove. When we learn to believe that we are enough, we no longer care what others think of us. We are transparent. say, when we know we are enough, we fall in love with the divine self, we feel connected to the spirit world, to the ethereal world, to the quantum world, when we learn to believe that we are enough. We understand that for so. the mind, within the body, within every cell of our being. When we learn to love the self, we begin to Have compassion for the innocent virgin being that was. enough. I will always be enough. I am enough. I am good enough. I am good. I was always good. Dear ones, if you have fallen asleep, Stay asleep. If you wish to awaken from this deep meditation, you can do so now. I will count up to five. the experience for as long as you can, breathe slowly, one, wiggle your feet, two, feel your legs, three, wiggle your fingers, four, Become aware of the sounds around you. Five. Open your eyes, dear one. Today is the first day of your new life. Namaste.
0: Alright. So, I hope you enjoyed that. I did, even though I've heard it multiple times before, it's still a very beautiful um, meditation healing technique. And I would encourage you to listen to it even before bedtime. Um, However, be careful. Because if you are not in the right headspace, if you can't get to the right headspace, then thinking about your trauma prior to Bedtime will more than likely bring nightmares or um, night terrors. So be aware of that. But at a minimal, use it when you're able to get away to a safe space, a private space, somewhere you feel comfortable, and listen to it every day, once a week, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I believe that over time, listening to this will aid you in helping to overcome your fears and the brainwashing we all had as traumatized children now just a a clear fact i want to note me going through what I went through into my life, and I won't go into details, but like I said, I had had multiple traumas before the age of 18, well before the age of 18, but um, I had never found as much peace or as much optimism as I have through watching these videos, listening to this meditation 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 i can honestly quite say besides my wife saved my life being a ptsd veteran a survival of a of horrible childhood traumas um, going to war twice uh, sexual assault tr- sexual assault survivor Um, I've been through it, so I know what you're going through, and I get it, and before I started meditating, I was actually probably one of the ones that kind of made fun of those people, because it just looked to me like they were sleeping, but that was because I didn't know inner peace, and I couldn't recognize inner peace, and it irked me that other people had found this inner peace having similar or sometimes the same Um, uh, traumas, I guess I was envious. And I decided to give meditating a try. And when I tried it the first time, I was off and on for about two, three hours. Because, and what I mean by that is my mind kept wandering. And it will do that. It still does that now. Though I've practiced and I've been able to Cultivate a stronger skill to be able to let that worry sit on a cloud and fly away. And it is through these meditation techniques, through these inner peace guidances. I mean, they're almost like prayers. Um, it, it helps me. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you. Um, I will be doing another episode today right after this one. Um, which we'll be dealing with PTSD. Um, of course, this section or this next um, podcast will focus on PTSD for veterans specifically. So if you are a veteran, if you know a veteran and uh, they might be struggling or you just notice that there's not they're not quite the same. They may be more jumpy. They may get more easily agitated. They may be extremely quiet where once upon a time they were talkative. Whatever changes. If you're the mother of the veteran or the wife, the spouse, the husband, whatever. You notice a change in your partner. In your life partner. So, if you're listening to this, I would recommend you share it with them. Now, these videos can be found on YouTube. And this particular one that we uh, went through today came to us by Lisa A. Romano, Breakthrough Life Coach Inc. And this video had almost, uh, just a little shy of half a million views and she has about 162,000 subscribers. So needless to say, I am not the only one that felt her, um video and meditation very helpful there's she continues to help many and i think it's a wonderful thing so i hope you enjoyed today until we meet again all right guys see you next time